0: Welcome to the money show. It is uh, Tuesday night. So every Tuesday night, we take something that's a bit complicated. It's a little bit, um, out of the ordinary. And then we explore it a little bit. And we, uh, we call it a how it works feature. And tonight is the how it works on the, in the, on the basis of mediation and alternative dispute resolution. If you've ever gone to battle, um, with anybody in, in terms of the law, you know that it is confusing. It is confounding. It is very seldom fair. You've been screwed over by somebody and you know that you're right. So you go and see a lawyer and you say, I want to take this person and I want to have the skin peeled off their body and nailed to the closest hard surface. And the lawyer says, yes, we can do that. And this is what it's going to cost. And you go, excellent, because cost is no issue here. My honor needs to be satisfied And the lawyer says, but you're probably going to lose. You say, but how can I lose? I'm right. And he says, well, the the, the opposing person is, is sitting in a room with another lawyer right now having exactly the same conversation. And they are putting their version of the facts in front of their lawyer. And their lawyer is telling them exactly the same thing. Just because you see the facts of a matter from a particular perspective doesn't mean that another lawyer can frame those facts in a way that convinces a judge that actually you're wrong and their client is right. There is no guarantee when it comes to spending hundreds of thousands of rand in fighting legal battles. It's a mugs game which is why it's, I mean, the, the Peter Moyo and Old Mutual case is so interesting. But we'll get maybe get onto that this evening as well. Peter Felthaisen, he is the managing director at Gillen and Felthaisen Incorporated. This is your area of speciality. You are the mediators. You are the guys that stop people from going to court
1: unnecessarily. Uh, good evening, Bruce. Thank you for having me, and, th- and good evening to your listeners. Uh, we're, in fact, our litigation firm uh, who does just all of the things that you've just mentioned. We litigate in court, but we also understand that mediation is the preferred solution before going down the road of litigation. Do you make
0: more or less money in the mediation process or
1: the legal process? Well, I think I make more money out of it because I retain clients that way. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> a, it's
0: not, a, it's not a one-stop uh, shop. I mean, what do you find? The same clients come back and are fighting with people all the time, or well,
1: well no, no. not Not necessarily, but uh, people have disputes and businesses have disputes all the time. And if you can resolve these disputes speedily, efficiently, and without uh, draining their bank accounts, they're more likely to want to come back and listen to your advice in future. Okay,
0: so that that's absolutely critical because, of course, you know, it's
1: very easy to make a fast buck
0: by advising somebody. Of course, it's worth a fight because that guarantees you court time. It guarantees you lots of preparation time and many, many hours at, at a good rate um, for, for for as a reward for your studies over many years. Um, and you go into a fight, and it doesn't matter whether you win or lose, provided your
1: client's got enough money to pay the bill at the end of the day. Well, litigation is exhausting. It doesn't matter whether you're the client or the attorney or the advocate. Why um, is it such a dastardly process? Well, there are only a certain amount of courts available. There are Hundreds of thousands of disputes every year, civil disputes. They're criminal disputes. The same judges here, both criminal matters and civil matters. And in order to get to court, uh, it's months and months of, uh, firstly, paperwork that needs to be exchanged between the parties to get there. And then ultimately, uh, the availability of courts. What is the purpose of that paperwork? I'm, I'm cross with you. So I go, right. I'm cross with you
0: now. So I, I first I tell you I'm cross with you. Yeah. And you say, well, I'm cross with you. And so I'm more cross with you than you are with me. So I'm going to go to a lawyer and I'm going to
1: scare you. Okay.
0: And so I go to a lawyer and my lawyer writes a very scary and unreasonable letter to you. And then you write one back to me. And now suddenly we have lawyers communicating on our behalf, throwing legalese at each other and suddenly... The argument is taken out of our hands and into the hands of people we are paying 2,500 rand an hour to, or 5,000 rand an hour, whatever the rate might be.
1: Yes, well, the the point of the The paperwork that goes backwards and forwards and there's different types of procedures. One is an action procedure, one is an application procedure. If there's unlikely to be a dispute of fact that can't be resolved on the papers, it's done via an application procedure and that's generally a more expedited. When I say expedited, you can be in court within six months in a semi-urgent matter, uh, a longer matter perhaps a year. So by
0: the time you get to court, you forget why you were cross in the first place or you've got crossed with at least another three other three other people in the meantime.
1: Well, generally, you've got crossed with your lawyer for the bills. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the, the process of swapping letters in the beginning
0: is to see uh, testing the other side's metal. I mean, how angry are you really? What sort of a case have you got? I say you did this. You say I did that. And we get into this argy bargy and swapping of letters and it can go back and forwards for ages.
1: Well frankly that's crazy. Uh, we call that a trial by correspondence and that should just stop. You write your letter of demand and you decide then on the course of action you want to take. I prefer the first course of action to be mediation and if the other side doesn't want to mediate or my client insists they don't want to mediate, then litigation of course is your is your next resort. Okay. So take me through the process then. I'm I'm cross with you. I I sold you
0: you bought my I I, I bought a second hand car from you and on day 3 the engine fell out and you say sorry I sold it to you it's your problem i'm cross with you and i want my money back and i want you to take your car back you're refusing and i uh, i want my money
1: back for example so so assuming you're not a dealer and the consumer protection act doesn't apply and we don't have all those statutory rights we we neighbors yep and we used to get on really well and then the engine fell out okay well i mean that's very important that your neighbors you haven't on you have an interest in an ongoing relationship don't you so if you want to Make sure that you will get noise complaints every weekend. Try litigation. So that's not, that's not an option okay, for you. not a neighbor. Yeah. You're somebody who lives in a
0: different <laughs> suburb, far away. And we know we, we, we met at a dinner party once, and you had a car, and I said, I'll buy it from you. Okay. Right? Yeah.
1: So there's a, there's a dispute. The engine's fallen out. What do you do? Well, firstly, you must realize that the engine falling out of a car, and let's say it's a, it's, it's a car for 100,000 rand. You can't litigate for 100,000 rand because your legal expenses will overshadow that in short steps. And so mediation would be the answer. What you would do is you would go to your lawyers if you wanted to, but lawyers are, are the way to start here. And they would say, look, this is not a matter that should detain a court. This is something where we need to put somebody impartial between you, which can facilitate An agreement between you. Who's responsible for what? What are the actual issues? And perhaps the motor car is a good example, because you could appoint a mediator with specific mechanical uh, or or motor vehicle type expertise who would be able to tease out uh, from the parties exactly what what has happened who, where the, the possible responsibility lies, they could also uh, indicate to the parties: "Look, litigation can't work here. It's it's there's there's too little money really involved." And could come to a solution that the parties are ultimately happy with. So then, when you're at the dinner party and you next see each other, you don't stare at each other across the table with daggers in your eyes. I know that's going to happen anyway. <laughs> The human, You you can't, you can't, you can't mediate human nature. Well, you'll be surprised. Um, I've, I've actually seen people walk out that were, uh, breaking up a business, uh, having during the mediation process, and this was the end of last year, uh, uh deciding on a new business venture together. So, I mean, it's, it's. <laughs> It's crazy what can come out of it. Uh, have, you but got, have, have you thought of going into marriage counseling <laughs> on the side as a weekend hustle? No, thank you. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's one of the purposes of mediation. You know, the, the process of litigation is binary. There's one winner, there's one loser. Mm-hmm. The process of mediation is something different. The, it's to seek a win-win solution between the parties. It's to come out with solutions that, that a court can't offer you. A court has to say, Mr. Smith, you lose. Mrs. Uh, Jones, you win. And... That's not always the end of it. Then there's an appeal process, and then there's a further appeal process. So litigation is a never-ending roller coaster of, of money leaving your pocket and and obviously emotion.
0: Now, I, okay, so I say I want to I want to go to mediation, and yes. I, I send you a letter of demand and says uh, either you you give me my money back and take your wreck back. I'm using emotive language now. Cross, take your wreck back, give me my money back, and hopefully we never see each other again. You say no, I'm keeping my money. I then send you another letter saying well I demand that you come to mediation you then refuse yes okay so because it was a foot stood you feel perfectly within your rights the car was perfectly good when it left your driveway
1: maybe I hit a speed bump too fast it's maybe it's not my fault it's yours sure so Mediation is a voluntary process. You can't force people to mediate, but what certainly the courts are looking at doing now, there's an introduction of a new rule. The courts work on uniform rules of court in the high court, and there's a proposal now to amend the rules of court to include a mediation uh, or an enjoinder to consider mediation because that's as far as you can go. And what I would say to you in the letter of demand is I believe that that the vehicle uh, that I, that I bought or my client bought was defective in the following respects – my options are to, to issue a summons against you and claim back some money or to return the vehicle and claim back the money that I, that I uh, paid for the vehicle. Alternatively, and as, as an alternative to going and spending money in a court system and the lengthy delays and the uncertainty that will follow that, I propose that we appoint an independent mediator. If we can't agree on the mediator, we can go to one of the uh, accreditation bodies and they will appoint a mediator for us. And I will then set out in my demand... Why that uh, is beneficial to us? Firstly, there's the certainty. For, secondly, there's the speed at which it will resolve itself. Thirdly, it's the costs, and on and on and on. But
0: the other party says, "Well, they're not going to sue. It's only a hundred thousand bucks. I'm rid of that liability,
1: and I've got hundred thousand bucks in my bank account. What they going to do about it?" Okay. So now let's let's say they do sue. Um, when the issue of costs comes to be argued at the end of the day, an unreasonable refusal to mediate can be taken to That counts against exactly. you, exactly, okay. yeah, exactly. So even exactly. though you may win the case, but because you didn't go to mediation, will be denied your costs. A,
0: a judge could say, no, "Actually, you, you're not going to get your costs paid in this exactly. matter." Exactly.
1: Well, alternatively, yeah. may even order that, that you pay the other side's costs uh, as as
0: as, a, a, as a as a lovely punishment. Yeah. So there's a nice incentive in there to encourage
1: Absolutely. people to be grown up. Absolutely, in in dispute. Absolutely, and you know there there some cases which are not suitable for mediation. Things like where uh, there's a, a precedent to be uh, uh, made in the courts. I mean, it's the court's duty to develop the law through sure. through through judgments that we can rely on. Um, where there are public policy issues involved, where somebody shouldn't uh, be giving up their rights, you know, we've seen a lot of the sort of uh, gender uh, inequality kind of thing of late. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things maybe are suitable for mediation, but in some cases, maybe a court needs to make a pronouncement. Yeah, at the world at large, when uh, when it defense. actually is going to add exactly. to the body of of human knowledge absolutely. and justice. Hundred um, percent.
0: Usually, these things
1: <laughs> are quite petty. Well, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Most court cases, in fact, are petty. What is the difference then between arbitration and mediation? And arbitration is a private court case. That's as simple as that. Okay. So, and. The, the added uh, 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 downside of an arbitration although I mean th- an arbitration is a great way to go because you can you, you structure uh, how you want the arbitration to work whether for example there will be an appeal process uh, who your arbitrator will be whether there will be an, uh, an appeal to three or five arbitrators uh, you can also timetable it better because you're in charge of the process the downside is of course you're paying for the arbitrator where in court you're not paying for the judge it, it's, it's an equally expensive it's more, expensive. It's more expensive. more expensive than going because to court. you're
0: paying for the arbitrator okay this is yes. interesting stuff we're talking to pj felthuizen this evening the managing director at gillan and felthuizen incorporated let's get on to a real world case enough hypothesis about cars with engines that fall out let's talk about a real world case in the corporate world coming up in a moment So just to be absolutely clear, we're talking about mediation this evening. The Rules Board for Courts of Law has issued a draft rule proposing a new rule that will compel you, all South Africans, to declare that they've considered mediation as a solution in in, any legal matter. So you don't have to go to mediation. It's not law that you must go to mediation. But both parties... And um, when you go, when you go to court, and said we, we consider mediation, but we hate each other so much, or we're so cross, or one party has declined to, to to mediate that then is taken onto the court record and becomes material in a battle that may or may not follow
1: Yes, well, the reason why you can 't make mediation mandatory is of course it would infringe your constitutional right to access to court correct so so it can, it can never go that far. Uh, many people have thought it should do, but but it, it can 't in my view. Um, So this rule, this proposed rule, which I believe is in an advanced stage after speaking to the Rules Board recently. In fact, there's a presentation that they're making to attorneys and advocates later this month on how it's proposed to work because we've all had an opportunity to comment. Um, What it will do is it will enjoin you at each stage of the litigation, so not just in the beginning, but each stage where you, uh, as you referred to it, swap letters or swap papers with Mm -hmm. each other to consider whether mediation is appropriate. So you can even in the middle of your court case stop, Stop the bus. Let's refer this to mediation. So that nobody wants to do that because then you're the who blinks first. Oh, clearly now you want mediation. So okay.
0: clearly I'm going to win this so, battle. So, so I want to keep fighting because you're chickening out.
1: No, you see that that isn't is a, a a view that some hold that it's a soft option, but I actually don't think it is. I think what you get is it's a reality check. So if done early enough in the dispute uh, process, before you've got the sunk cost of the litigation cost and gone down the line, if you Certainly as an attorney, if you get your client to consider all of the facts that they're going to require in a litigation uh, action or application going forward, when preparing for a mediation, it's a reality check for them. What evidence do I have? This is what I'm going to need to adduce and prove. Where will the onus lie? You then get to sit in the mediation and hear what the other party's point of view is. And then you realize, hold on, perhaps I'm not so sure of myself anymore. And as I say, I call that a reality check. So even if uh, it doesn't come to a settlement at the end of the day, what very often happens is – Post the, the the initial mediation uh, uh, meeting is the parties will get together and settle anyway because they realize they've now had the costs explained to them. They've had the uncertainty explained to them. And the first bills have arrived. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. then you multiply
0: those by, by 20, 30, 40. Um, and, absolutely. And the distraction and the time. I mean, I just look at what's happening at the Zondo Commission at the moment. And anybody who's ever been involved in state capture to a greater or lesser degree and just – the distraction from the rest of your life that follows when you are being cross examined in something that is for which you're going to be held to account in the future if you get it wrong.
1: Yeah. And, right yeah. right, wrong or indifferent.
0: You don't want to be in a witness box, I can no, assure you. Absolutely not. So Peter Moyo and Old Mutual. Here is a dispute, and it's a wonderful public dispute because these guys have taken this battle into the public domain. We've seen court papers from Peter Moyer. We've seen responding court papers from Old Mutual. They've just filed some again tonight. And these guys are spending a lot of money on lawyers. And Peter Moyer has put a demand on the table saying, you give me 250 million rand and I leave you in peace. And Old Mutual's going, "No, no, 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 no. We can't do that. We'll all lose our jobs as the board. Um, so we're going to fight this one tooth and nail. And that's the way it's headed right now. Is mediation in a process like this or arbitration in a process like this a more appropriate
1: mechanism than tying up court time, which has got real, things, real issues to deal with? Well, well, Bruce. Thank you for that question because it leads into exactly what I wanted to talk to you about. The Department of Trade and Industry, some years ago, established in terms of the Companies Act, the Companies Tribunal, which provides a free mediation service for just these type of matters: directors' disputes, disputes between shareholders. It's I, I can't believe it's so underutilised as it is. It's it's a process where various professors of law, senior attorneys, senior advocates sit. As mediators, as arbitrators, as adjudicators, and they're paid for by your tax pocket. I just can't understand why they're not used. So there is a facility? Yes. Available? Countrywide.
0: And if you, so if, if I was cross with a company, could I go to the company's tribunal? If I, if, if I believed that my bank had overcharged me and I, and I wanted a settlement.
1: And I mean, it's on a house transfer. So it's a hundred thousand rand for arguments. No, say. that wouldn't okay. be appropriate because it would have to be a dispute that emanates from. The Companies Act itself. Okay. All right. So the Companies Act. If they, yes.
0: If you believe the Companies Act has been breached, as Peter Moyer believes, that Old
1: mutual is, is – uh, Well, I think that – I mean, I'm not uh, entirely sure of the facts of that case, but I think that they allege that he's breached something and he suggests they've breached something. Correct.
0: here they, he, he, they accuse him of, of, of paying dividends to himself when actually they had preference right. dividends due to them. He said they had conflicts of interest and it becomes a he said, he said, they said. Anything. So that would,
1: a, that would be a perfect matter
0: um and and then uh, let's say let's say for example um peter and trevor agree that they will go to this mediation process what sort of you know, would it be a full-blown Would they both be able to bring teams of lawyers And go into the mediation process? How would it work?
1: So lawyers are entitled to to be at Mediations. I think that they're very useful Because often they're able to advise the clients on One aspect, the legal aspect. But remember That's not all that we concentrate on in mediation We concentrate on the holistic aspect Of the relationship between the parties And what, where the dispute emanates from And how the dispute can be resolved So it's not just the legal uh, issues But I personally don't Discourage lawyers from, from coming at all. I think they provide a useful service at, at mediation. And
0: it's an intimidating place to go. No matter how experienced you are in the corporate trenches, um, it, you know, one misstep can cost your shareholders lots of money. And so you don't want to be doing something
1: silly. Well, exactly. And, and I don't understand what anybody could see as the downside to a mediation. It's confidential. It's not binding unless you uh, come to an agreement. And if you wanted to, made an order of court. Um, so what could the downside be?
0: Okay, so we get to the end of a mediation process, and the mediator says, look, guys, this is how we
1: suggest that you resolve it. And one party says, I don't like that solution. No, so so that, that's not quite how it works. The mediator doesn't necessarily make suggestions on how he thinks it should settle. But what he does is the parties will generally meet together um, unless the, the relationship is so fractious that they can't be in the same room. That happens. Um, then there will be in, in, in what they call side rooms, and the mediator will bounce between the two rooms, meeting the people, teasing out the issues. We call it peeling the onion. And eventually we get down to some negotiables, some non-negotiables, and some possibilities. And that's the skill of the mediator then, that will try and bring those parties closer and closer and closer together until either we've got a list of defined issues which would narrow a litigation process if it was to go on further, or – Uh, bring the parties closer together to the point that they could sign a mediation uh, settlement agreement. And if one party refuses to sign, one party
0: says, yeah, I can live with this arrangement. We've come to it. I'm happy with this. And the other says, no, I actually I refuse to accept this. Then we then are potentially then going to a court process.
1: Yes. But remember, it's a voluntary process. So you can't, the mediator is not an arbitrator no. or a judge which they make decisions and, and, and provide judgments. But the benefit still has been that you now understand exactly what's going to be required of you down the line to prove in a litigation case. And that's what I call the reality check. Uh,
0: and I mean, could we, alleviate the pressure on the court system by 50% if we had more mediation processes? Probably more than that. Because Probably our, more our, than that. Our court system is so
1: clogged with nonsensical fights. But, but even fights that, that are not nonsensical, but just simply don't need to create precedent law and don't need to detain a, a, a judge. Yeah. So, I mean, this is potentially we're on the
0: cusp of a massive breakthrough in freeing up considerable court time to deal with the blood, guts, and tragedy and travesty and abuses that happen in society to allow those judges to do the real work of the courts and stop f- 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 intervening in what
1: should be grown ups should be able to settle even with a little bit of help well absolutely and it's international best practice look at the UK look at the US look at Australia look at New Zealand uh, this is the this is the way everyone's going um, and it, it just makes sense It can't come a
0: moment too soon. P.J. Feldhazen, he's the managing director at Gillan and Feldhazen incorporated the magic and the grown-up approach um, that is mediation. Peter, Trevor, mediation, Monday morning. can have this resolved by Wednesday. The Money Show with Bruce Whitfield was brought to you by APSA Corporate and Investment Banking, bringing you award-winning trade and working capital funding solutions to unlock the full potential of your business story. APSA is a registered
1: FSP.